RadioInfluence.com. Welcome, 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 welcome back to Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. How's everybody doing out there this week? I hope you're doing grand. Hope you're doing fantastic. You know how your boy is doing. You know how your boy is doing. Your boy is doing grand. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, things are things are cool, man. Things are super cool. And I am. Let's just get right to it. Let's just get into it. World Superbike 2020 starts now. That's right. That's right. 2020 World Superbike season round one. This weekend in Australia at Phillip Island. That's all. Oh, that's one of my dream tracks. Have not been there. I've been invited to go there. Um, have to make it. Have to get down there. Have to get down there. Um, yeah, you know, I. It, it's oh my goodness. The views, the pictures, everything. It, it just looks. It's a beautiful, beautiful. You know, from all. All accounts, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, circuit, and I am looking forward to one day getting down there, getting down under. Um, but this is not about me. This is about World Superbike. This season of World Superbike, and another thing, which oh, is, here's the here's the major point: if World Superbike starts this week, you know what's next. GP. GP is next, um, and after GP, Moto America, and everything else. So it's. You know, it's 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 great. Racing is back. Racing is back. And I'm excited about that. Um, World Superbike, Phillip Island, Australia, round one, race one is on Friday, Friday. You dig? Is it Friday or is it Saturday? It's Australia. So I don't know how the time thing. I don't know if it's I think they're ahead of us or they're ahead of us. Is that right? Somebody check me on that. Somebody check me on that. Look. It's, it's race. Race one is traditionally is on Saturday and it'll be Sunday for race two. So however that lines up on the time on the time thing, however that lines up, that's how that lines up. So there's that. Um, I, of course, shout out to my broski, my homie. Mr. Tom Sykes, Tom, do the damn thing, man. Um, kick the season off properly. Um, you know, Tom's rocking with BMW, which is cool. Shout out to that whole team. But my boy, Tom Sykes, that's my bro for real. You guys, if you follow my social, you know how Tom and I get down. That's my bro. Tom is my designated driver. He's my designated driver because Tom doesn't drink. And I've been known to partake of a libation from time to time. And it's not too bad to have a former world superbike champion. Once a champ, always a champ. Not too bad to have a world superbike champion uh, as, as your designated driver when you get when you get together and get to hang out and kick it. Um, so, Tom, do your thing, playboy. Make it hot. Um, Jonathan Ray. Come on, man. Like, you know, you can't deny the level of talent that that dude has. Um, and, and, and what he's been able to accomplish for Kawasaki, um, dude, you know, is he, is he unstoppable? Anything's possible. Um, is it, is it his year to continue his, his carnage, his domination of, of world, the world superbike 
paddock of the grid? We'll find out. But, uh, you know, you can't deny, you cannot deny his level of talent and what he can do on that Cowie ZX-10, you dig? Um, so it's, it'll be exciting to see. It'll be exciting to see. But for me, for me, as a Ducatista, it is, I'm sorry, a Ducatista. <laughs> Got to go back to my homegirl, Sarah Dean Cole. Shout out, Sarah, to my homegirl, Sarah, for, uh, you know, as we discuss the differences between Ducatista and Ducatisti, one's plural, one's singular. Um, but, you know, when you're talking fast and it just comes out, it, it just comes out. You know what I meant as a Ducati owner. <laughs> uh, I am excited, excited. And shout out to my homie, Paolo Chiabati, who is the sporting director for Ducati Corsa. Uh, that's my broski. That's my broski. I, he, friend of Black Moses, proper friend of Black Moses. Uh Scott Redding, I am so excited to see that dude get busy on that Panigallon. I am excited. Um, it's, It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. The bike looks right. The bike's got the goose. It's got the power. We're going to see what, uh, what Ducati has in store. And I think it's going to be a good year. And I think that Scott Redding, uh, you know, Alvaro Batista is now, he left. It's, so it's, it's Chaz, Chaz Davies. Shout out to Chaz. Um, and, you know, last year, Alvaro left and is now with Honda. Uh, and, you know, they picked up Scott. Scott, dude, man, I'm really excited. I like Scott's attitude toward life in general. He's just a wild boy um, that can ride his ass off. So I'm excited to see what he's going to do for the team. And I'm excited for racing in general. Like I said, World Superbike 2020 starts now. Round one this weekend. That means GP's up next. Then Moto America. And then it's just on and popping. Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, y'all. Let's ride. Listen, man, listen, listen, I, woo. so I had the, you know, a few weeks back, I discussed the future of the Shut the City Down ride, my annual, my annual uh, cheesesteak run in Philly that I had, I began, the inaugural, the first one was in 2007, and it was it was a, a great event that just grew into something that I, you know when I when I started it, I had I had no idea, I didn't even have the intent of it becoming what it became. And you know, not that I thought that it was no big deal. I knew what I was doing. I just didn't. Maybe I didn't. I didn't understand. I didn't understand what was being built, what was growing, what what I what had been given birth to. Um, and so, you know, those of you that know Mr. Black Moses and you follow my gram and you follow my social, you know what the Shut the City Down ride is. Um, and I've talked about it before. And if you're unfamiliar, go back to the show's archives and check out the shows where we discuss specifically the Shut the City Down ride in Philadelphia. 
Um, but a few weeks back, I announced that I was no longer doing the ride. And, you know, it's in the best way to describe the organization of that ride is it's organized chaos. It's not a police escorted ride, um, but it it, it kind of has the appearance of well, the reality is, is that I worked in harmony with the police and the local municipalities and powers that be to put the ride together. And at most, which was our 2019 season opener ride, we had 2,500. That's 2,500 motorcyclists on a street ride uh, without a police escort. Um, all as far as I know, as far as I know, and as far as I broadcasted and promoted and preached, vehicles were roadworthy and legal. Um, you can't control everybody. Um, but, you know, to have 2,500 motorcyclists leaving point A in mass, traveling, you know, on the same route from the suburbs of Philadelphia into the heart of Philadelphia, you know, it's no small task. It does. And a lot of people, I don't, and I've talked about this. A lot of people don't understand the level of planning and engagement that it took before the day of the event. I'm sitting in rooms uh, in city hall. I'm on the phone. I'm dealing with the traffic department, the police department, the state police, the township boroughs, uh, the city planning. And shout out to, shout out to uh, the special events team uh, in Philadelphia, uh, the office of the city special events. I'm saying the department wrong, but uh, Giselle, Michelle, uh, Robert, everybody, good looking out. Thank you for everything. So uh, it's been a hell of a ride. Literally, literally, it's been a hell of a ride in, in, in the best way, in the best way possible. Um, so so here. So here's where we are. Here's where we stand today. I announced that I was no longer doing the ride, you know, and people that heard the show. People that heard the show. You know, there was a lot of what, what do you, you know, what do you mean? What are you going to do it? I also in the same show, I announced what we were doing. We were doing uh, in partnership with New Jersey Motorsports Park and the Riders Club of New Jersey Motorsports Park. We're doing the track day takeover, which is going to be on May the 16th in Millville, New Jersey. You know, like I've said it, you know, I've been there, done that. We've shut the city down. We've shut the city down for 10 plus years. It's time for something new. It's about moving the needle. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses is moving the needle. What's on, we're on to the next progress always and always you dig. So it's time to take it to the track. And I've, my heart's always been, you know, my heart's in, in both places, the streets and the track, because I learned how to ride in the streets, but I, I come alive on the track. So to share my track passion, I feel like I've shared my street passion for so many years to be in a position where I can, all right, well, let's just take it to the track and see what it's hitting for. That's where, that's where your boy's at. That's what we're doing. Um, and if I can get 2,500 riders on a street ride to go get cheesesteaks, 
I feel confident I should be able to get a good number of people, a good number of people. Um, if I get a third of that, if I get a third of that, I'm good for a track day. And we're doing it. It's a track day party. So uh, we'll have per, you can register for the track day or, you know, we have parade laps, which are free. They'll be scheduled. Um, but then we'll have vendors there and we'll have food and music and the pool will be open, axe throwing, carting. It's a, you know, New Jersey Motorsports Park is a beautiful, beautiful campus. Um, so I'm just excited about that. And it's just going to be a great day. So here, here's what here's what, you know, I announced that I say all these things. And, you know, we, we start promoting, we start talking about track day takeover. And like I said, that was a few weeks ago. What happens is, and of course, my ego, according to my ego, everybody listens to my podcast. Everybody listens to my podcast. So there was no need for me to uh, reiterate why I'm no longer doing it or what have you. But again, delusions of grandeur, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. Um, everybody listens to Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses, you know. Um, but the reality is everybody doesn't yet working on that, moving the needle. The, the, the matter remained that a lot of people did not get that message or they didn't hear it from me. They heard it from a person who heard it from a person who heard it from a person who possibly heard it from the podcast episode. So when I started post when I started posting about the track day takeover, it was, uh, you know, people were confused. And then I was putting up the links to the podcast where I specifically talk about what was happening with the shut the city down ride and track day takeover. And then I started posting up the promotional uh, material for the track day takeover. I. I swear I had no idea people were upset. People are upset. People are, there are people who are mad at me for not doing for, for even saying that I'm not doing it. I mean, like it's, it's not hate. It's not hate. And it's not even shade. It's just the passion for that ride I mean, I had no idea. I mean, I had a little bit of an idea. Like I said, I knew what it was. I knew what it became and what it grew into and I knew what it meant. But it really, really, it touched me. <laughs> it, 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 it touched me to know that I created something that people, that the riding community feels so connected to emotionally connected to and I mean like I said people are upset at your boy so I you know I I, I I reiterate to them look just because I'm not doing this doesn't mean I'm not doing something else it was almost like there was on my on my Facebook page there was this post when I posted I said hey just for clarity because people were still talking about city down ride still happening and this date and whatever and people were asking me about it. And I said, no, I already said that I'm not doing it. So I made a post to say, hey, they said, hey, for clarity, the shut the city down right is officially retired. It's a wrap. The comments that came underneath that post, the comments that came underneath that post. Woo, it was like a memorial 
Okay, it was you would have sworn like it was like something died. It was like something died and people were mourning. There were comments of thank you for all that you've done. Uh, you know, as you as you venture on into your next thing and and you know, and then there were other comments that were just like, I can't believe this, say it isn't so, do it again, you can't just leave us like this. And you know, it's you know, I would go on and I would, you know, offer solace or condolences or whatever. People felt really people are people were moved. Um and 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 that moved me to, you know, to to reconnect with you know the community. And, and, and so here's my point. Here's here's what I'm getting at. I've created something. I've created something. And I looked back at what the shut the city down ride was. Okay. What it was. Um, it's funny because even that people like, oh, well, well, we'll just, can we just take it over? No, you, you can't. Like you can do, it's a free country. People can do whatever you want to do. You can, you people, like the people forget the reason why I started to ride that ride in particular was because I just wanted to go get something to eat. And a couple of my friends came along with on the bike so that it just grew into something. But it was never about throwing this massive street ride. It just organically became that. So when people are saying, oh, you know, can we take it over? And I'm like, look, you can do what you want to do. You can't use the shut the city down name because I own that copyright and trademark. Thank you very much. Um, but, uh, you know, you, but you please, by all means, like go, people go, if you want to ride, ride, like you, if it's one of you, if it's two of you, if it's 10 of you, if it's a hundred of you, 500 of you, I mean, the phone calls are coming in for real. Like people want to do stuff. And I'm like, look, please go and do, do things. If I've, if I've done something, if I created something and I'm no longer doing it, and you want to do something in, 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 you know, in place of, you know, like, hey, yeah, do you be original, be original about it. You know, the shut the city down right has already happened. It's done. It's some, it's a concept. It, it, it became a concept that was organically birthed and it became something larger than itself. And it, it's time after 10 years, after 10 years. And after that last ride, every anybody that knows me that was close to me. <laughs> Or in my uh, airspace, okay, at the beginning of each ride, at the beginning of each ride, as the numbers swelled, as the number of bikes rolled into the meet spot, into the rally spot, I would just look around and I just, before the ride began, I would say, this is it, this is the last one. And I've been saying this is the last one for the last five years, for the last five years years I just said this is ridiculous this is crazy like in a good way in a great way like I was just taken aback about how strong the connection our community had that I was doing something I was doing something that was pulling so many people so that that oh man I just I just remember that first time when we left and there was about 600 of us. We left with 600. I said, this is it. I'm never doing another one. That was about five years ago. So then, so then 
at the end of that ride, when I think the total number was, this might have been 2016, maybe 2016, maybe 2015. When I said at the end of that ride, I just said, okay, that's it. I can't do it again. It's too many. It's, it's, I just can't, I can't do it. It's too, this was too much. I had several, several nervous break breakdowns that day. There's just a lot of, there's a lot of people you're dealing with motorcyclists and all different types of bikes. Um, and there's different parts of the ride. There's a little bit of highway. There's a little bit of street. There's some urban, some rural, um, and you can't control personalities. You can't control personalities. You just can't. So um, when you're dealing with vehicles and like, and that's the other thing too, it's just a lot of headache and stress. So anybody out there that's planning a ride, just remember it's a lot of headache. It's a lot of headache involved. Um, it's a lot of stress. It pays off, you know, if, if, if that's what you're into. Um, for me, it, it definitely was a thing that I feel I'm very proud of. I'm very proud of. What was my point? My point was that I created something that it, I want to, it's about legacy. It's about legacy. The shut the city down right in Philadelphia was the largest, that last one, Jesus, that last one, that 2,500 rider one, that one that was in May of 2019, that was that was the largest street ride in Philadelphia. Hands down. I said it. I own it. I claim it. That's the, that, it's a fact. It is what it is. Um, and if, you know, me, me, and we've never had a major incident in the 10 plus years, we've never had a major incident during the ride. There's been a couple of tip overs and minor scrapes and bruises, and, but there's nothing that during the course of the ride from leaving from point A, King of Prussia, the suburbs to arriving at our destination, South Philly, what, there's never been a major, major ride. I'm sorry, a major, major event. Nothing, nothing crazy, nothing really bad ever happened on the ride. And I'm good with that. I don't want to push the envelope. I don't have to. I don't have to. Like I said, I, the reason why I started the ride was not to put on the biggest street ride. It turned into that. It turned into that. So you get to a certain point. For me, I got to a certain point, And I said, as I've been saying and saying, it was time for something else. 2020 is about moving the needle. But I appreciate the fact that I did something that people feel so connected to. So with that being the largest street ride in the history of Philadelphia for motorcycles, if that's that's if that's uh, that's legacy, that's something that I am proud of that when people say and that was the other note, too, I never wanted people to say, damn, remember when Black Moses used to do the shut the city down rides, but he had to stop because something happened. I never wanted people to say that, 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 that would be horrible to me. It's better that people remember it, you know, with memories of greatness. Okay. It's more important to me that people say, Oh damn. Remember when black Moses used to, used to throw the shut the city down ride. And, 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 you know, yeah, I wish you would do that. That's what I want. 
Oh, that was a great time, and yada, yada, yada. I wonder, I know he stopped and he said why, but it'd be really cool. I wonder if he could bring it back. I'd rather it's, I'd rather it left in that, you know, in that light. Somebody said that, you know, that's that's how you do it, man. You you retire at the top of your game. I'm not at the top of my game. I'm still climbing. I'm just moving on to the next rung on the ladder. The next rung on the ladder is elevation, progression, moving the needle. So, and it was funny because I realized that a lot of people that came out for the ride really, which is a weird disconnect. They didn't, a lot of people had, have no idea how deeply involved I am in the motorcycle industry. Um, from the mag, like I said, one, a lot of them didn't know about the podcast, uh, working on that. Um, and a lot of them didn't know about the magazine. A lot of them didn't know about my, my international, uh, connections. A lot of them didn't know about my consulting, my connections to GP and racing and world Superbike and moto America and just being a moto journalist internationally and, uh, and, and, and sport bikes, Inc. It's a very interesting uh, scenario where in my hometown, most people only knew of me because I put on the largest street ride, not for, not for any of my actual, my actual vocation, not for my actual job, for my actual career, but it was most people knew me in my hometown for something that I created because I was hungry one day. It's very interesting. I go elsewhere. I go, I'll go to Texas for GP in a couple of weeks and I walk down the streets and people recognize people know me. I go to I'll go to California. I'll go to uh, Daytona. I'll go to other places and people will recognize me for they have no idea about the shut the city down ride because it's you know, it's a regional thing. Shut the city down ride is a Philly thing. And even when I've been asked to do it and I've talked about this before. I've been asked to do the ride in other cities and I've always said no because I don't live there. I don't know uh, my relationship with the city of Philadelphia and the offices and the powers that be. That's my relationship that I've developed over years, over a decade um, that allows me to do what I do. I'm not going to go to somebody else's town and city or state, not knowing their laws or their officials or how they get down or what the, uh, you know, what the attitude is, uh, toward motorcyclists. I'm I'm not getting involved with that. Not for a, not for a street ride, not for a street ride. So I've always turned that down. I've always advised people, look, go talk to your municipality, try to work something out with your people. Um, if you can make it happen, make it happen. Good luck. That's, that's the best advice I could give. Even like people have asked me, Oh wow. Did the city finally crack down on you? And, and, and is that why you had to stop doing it? No, man. I've been trying to tell you, the city of Philadelphia has never, ever said no to me, ever. They've never said no. They've often, uh, if there was another event going on, they've offered me detours. They've offered me, they, the city of Philadelphia is so supportive, so supportive of the motorcycling community. It's ridiculous. It's like amazing how supportive uh, that Philadelphia, like I said, they've never said no. They've said, Alan, how can we make your ride better? Even when I told them that the ride was being, is retired, there was a, oh, really? Like they were surprised. They were like, oh, well, like, okay. Like I could have probably continued to do the ride and 
until I decided not to do it. And the truth of the matter is I decided that it was time for something else. So that is when we're talking about legacy, I, I it makes me, it, you know, if I subconsciously or indirectly created this part of my legacy, okay, it, to me, it's one of the things that I've done. But to many people, it's the most important thing that I've done. In this area, in the Philadelphia region, to as many people, it's the single most important thing that I've done for them. I've got so much more in store, but it's this is part of my legacy. So my question is, my question is, as a writer, what are you doing to benefit your writing community? How are you contributing to, to, to the upsweep, to the elevation, to the progress of your community, your writing community, your legacy matters. It really does matter. You know, like, even, like for me, here's the bottom line. People were watching me, even though I didn't know I was being watched. Like I wasn't doing it to be watched. I was doing it because it's what I wanted to do. It just happened that what I was, what I wanted to do wound up being really, I'll say it fucking awesome, but <laughs> it was really awesome. It was rad and people were watching me. Okay. That's not why I was doing it, but that's what happened. And it was awesome. It was massive. People had never seen. I, I know I've, I feel great. I brought people together. I brought people together that may not have come together eventually, maybe, yeah, but to have 2,500 people, different colors, males, females, uh, walks of life, rich, poor, uh, in the middle. You wouldn't know. It didn't matter. You know why? Because everybody was a biker that day. That's all that mattered. And we had everybody on, on the same agenda, on the same page that day. And that that I think is what created the emotion. If I had to give it thought, I think that is what the connection, that's what sparked that emotional connection. Before every ride, I would give a, you know, the writer's meeting where I kind of went laid down the, the you know, the, the road rules, as they say. And I would, before I actually got into it, I would introduce myself and then I would ask everybody to turn to the writer to your left and turn to the writer, to your right, say hello. And I would give everybody 45 seconds to a minute to introduce themselves. Cause I wanted everybody, if you didn't know that person that was standing next to you, I wanted to give them an opportunity to meet somebody new. And so as I talked about that post that I made to clarify that the ride was retired in the list of comments, there, you know, people started posting photos from the ride. Apparently somebody, uh, well, not apparently, uh, somebody was engaged to or, or got engaged. And there was a picture. That I didn't even know that it happened during the ride. Apparently I was not even far from when it actually happened. But there's so much history that occurred on that ride. Like, so that ride is a part of people's lives and part of their history and part of their story. Um, it's a... You know, it's a very, it's a cool thing. And that's, that's uh, to have that effect on people is, is a very special thing. So 
not to not to uh, get down with uh, well, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm a Marvel Comics dude. You know, Uncle Ben. Even though there's debate on whether Uncle Ben actually ever said that to Peter, with great power comes great responsibility. There is a debate on whether that actually happened in the comics or was that. Yeah, there, I have to. I'll get back to you on that. But the reality is, with great power comes great responsibility. I'll say it again: with great power comes great responsibility. Um, and, 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 and that, that's a, that's a, that's, it's not a, it's not a liability. There's a difference. There's, it's not a liability. It's a responsibility, responsibility. And it's deep. It's deep. It, it became something deeper than me, something deeper. Now let's, now let's be honest. Was there a concern that as the ride kept growing, was it a matter of time before something bad happened during the course of the ride. I'm a positive thinker. I like to think about positivity and good vibes, but anything's possible. Anything is possible in this world. So that means that anything, anything's possible. That means anything could have happened. You know, everything has a shelf life. Everything has a shelf life. That's just the reality of the, of the universe we live in. So if the universe afforded me 10 plus years of having this event sometimes twice a year. I think that was a signal too. Like I used to do it twice a year. I used to do it in the spring and I used to do it in the fall, a season opener and a season closer. I decided when the ride became so big that there was no need to roll the dice twice in one year. I fell back and only did one. And last year with that 2,500 count, woo, I said, okay, to me, that was how to, all right, let's close it on this one. And I even, I said it that day. I said it that day. This is the last one. But I think what happened was I cried wolf too much. I cried wolf too much. And even people who heard me say it, like, yeah, you say that every year. And it was true. Um, but, <clears throat> excuse me, in my heart at that time, I told my wife, I told my wife, I said, babe, this is, this is a lot. I, this is a lot. And it was a great day. The sun was out. Oh, man. If you look on social media and the the hashtag was uh, it was hashtag shut the city down ride. Some of them were shut the city down ride Philly. Others were hashtag STCD uh, 2019. If you if you you know, you figure it out, figure it out. But if you research it, you can see some of the photos. It was just a beautiful day. The camaraderie was unreal. And, you know, it was we we did something great, even though, to be clear, I created it. But the community made it. The community made it. I still would have done it like the same thing every year. I go for my annual New Year's Eve, New Year's Day ride. That's something that I do. I'm a rider. I ride. So I'm going to do that. It's, it's, it's my personal tradition. So even if after that first one, if no one showed up, I still would have had my season opener ride. If it was just me, if it was just two, if it was five or 10, that would have continued. But the fact that it, people became part of it, I started it, but the people made it what it was. The people made it. The writers made it the spectacle, the spectacle that it became. And, and that, so it, when I say 
legacy. If I never do another ride, people will say, do you remember when Black Moses used to do the Shut the City Down ride, a.k.a. the Great Cheese Steak Run? And people are like, yeah, man. They'll look back. And some of them will be upset. That's messed up. He stopped doing them. Or they'll be like, yeah, that's great. I wish he would do another one. But I, 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 I hope that as far as I know, nothing bad ever happened on the ride. So I, I think I've avoided I've avoided that uh, that that potential. Oh, do you remember when? Yeah, he, it's a shame. He had to, it's a shame that such and such happened. That's why he had to stop it. I've avoided that. And so for anybody out there that is looking to do something, I, here's what I here's here is Black Moses's advice. Um, do your homework. Do your homework. Don't be a hooligan if you don't have to be a hooligan. Reach out to reach out to your, you know, your powers that be. Some of them may not understand what you're trying to do. So they'll say no, but take your time and and, and look for support. It's not always about it's not always about, you know, we're just going to do it anyway, because sometimes you make it worse for yourself. Talk, communicate, talk to the people um, that, that, you know, that can open the roads for you. It's better to have that conversation, better to have that conversation beforehand than trying to explain yourself after. Sometimes, sometimes. I mean, we're all, we are what we are. That's why we're riders. But when you're trying to do something, and maybe that's part of it too. Maybe it's not about trying to do anything. It's just about like, if you want to ride somewhere, go ahead and ride. It doesn't, when did it become... And I guess I'm I can I'm part of the blame for this. When did it become such a big thing to do a big ride? Like it just I it's like I feel like in today's world of social media, maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's part of the problem. People want content. They want, oh, look what we're doing over here. We're doing this big boom, 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 ride or whatever. Okay, yeah, I got you. Yeah, but maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe to keep it organic. It's not about flexing, it's about the ride. So keep it about the ride. If you want to ride, ride. That's you know, that's my advice. That's my advice to anybody who is, you know, trying to do something. Maybe by not trying to do something, you'll actually do something. If that makes any sense at all. Let me say it again, nice and slow. Maybe the key, the key to doing something is not trying to do anything, but just doing what you do. Let that marinate. Paul Williams. I know. I know. People are like, oh, my God, here comes Black Moses with the musical references again. Paul Williams, back in the dizzle, had a song called, oh, I won't get into the movie. All right. I don't care. It was a great movie. It was called Bugsy Malone. And I watched it when I was a little kid. And it's a great movie. I think Scott Bale was in it. A couple other people were in it. Um, Jody Foster, I think, but they were all like these little gangster kids and they had machine guns that shot out, uh, custard pie, custard pie. And it was like, it was really funny. It, it was just a great movie. I should watch it again. I think my kids will appreciate it now, but it has nothing to do with bikes at all. Nothing to do with bikes. But the movie was called Bugsy, Bugsy Malone. And Paul Williams had a song on the soundtrack and the song was titled, You Give a Little Love. And the chorus was, you know, I'm not going to sing. Your boy's not going to sing. 
That's another show. Um, but the chorus was, you give a little love and it all comes back to you. You know you're going to be remembered for the things that you say and do. I want to say that one more time in, in propers to Paul Williams. You give a little love and it all comes back to you. You know you're going to be remembered for the things that you say and do. Your legacy matters. You dig? That's our show for this week. Please follow us on Instagram at Life in the Fast Lane Official, on Twitter at LITFL Official, and on Facebook at Life in the Fast Lane Podcast. Please hit that like, hit that share, hit that subscribe button. Give us a review, drop a comment, holler at us, and we'll holler back. We'll be back here next Friday with an all-new episode of Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. I'm gone! I'm Jerry P. Tuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>